As many of you know, I've come to believe that the imagination is the most powerful aspect of what it is to be human. Our ability to conjure new ideas, complex narratives, even entire worlds outside of time and place constraints both distinguishes humans as a species and has been essential to our survival. Our capacity to learn, adapt, and evolve in response to changing conditions is a function of our power to ponder and even test possible futures in the mind's eye before we act. In essence, the imagination is a principal driver of the evolution of human learning and consciousness. Now, from time to time on Change the Story, we will share a short feature called Subito Stories. In today's Subito story, we're traveling to a Greek island to meet an artist who I think personifies the unrelenting potency of the imaginative muscle to entertain, to provoke, and to heal. Her name is Karina Kantas. This is Change the Story, Change the World. My name is Bill Cleveland. I am on the island of Corfu. 28 years. I've lived there more than I have in England, where I was born. I came on holiday, met my husband. <laughs> I was 17 and it was my first time abroad. I've always had a wild imagination. So I was writing from when I was a young little nipper. I'm just making up stories and poetry and everything at school. Like many of our guests, the impetus for Karina's creative life path started with an inspiration. In this case, a writer with a story that made her feel like she had a kindred spirit out there in the world who could help her better understand her own story. It wasn't until I read Essie Hinton's The Outsiders that really affected me. It really got to me. It got to my heart, my soul. It's a book I've never forgotten in all my life. And it's because of that book and the film, because the film's amazing, it's because of that book and the film that I became an author. I went to the library after reading all her books to find some more type of rebel fiction, like what she was writing. I couldn't find any. I knew there was a hole in the marketplace. And I had a story to tell, and I wanted to write it. Karina's headlong plunge as a writer allowed her to both exercise her very fertile imagination and address a compelling need, which in her case was acknowledging and healing a long-ignored trauma. Yeah, there's always a piece of me in my books, whether I'm writing a fantasy, a horror, a thriller, there is Karina inside. But in times of violence, being it was my first book was very biographical. Uh, I never tell people which parts were real and which parts weren't. That's my business. But there was a lot of me in that book. And the second book that I really put a lot of myself and experience in in what's called Stone Cold, which is a young adult supernatural thriller. Take away the murders, take away the possession and the supernatural, most of that book really happened. So a lot of the experiences in that book I went through, and it's to do with bullying. So I got a lot of closure from writing that book because bullying, it doesn't go away when you leave the playground. It may do for the bully, but it doesn't for the victim. Now, I'm not going to say victim. I don't like that word. It doesn't for the person who's been bullied. It uh, carries with them through their life, whether they've had therapy, whether they've just forgotten about it. 
it's going to come back to them later on. You can forget about what happened at school, that you were running for your life to get home or on the bus before they catch you. Uh, you were hiding in the toilets in your break so they didn't get you. Um, terrifying, absolutely terrifying. It was mental and physical bullying. And it went through every one of my schools. It was like I had a target on my back. Even new schools, for some reason, I was the one to be bullied. So to get over that after college, um, you get a job, you grow up, you fall in love, you get married, you have kids on your own. It's still there. It's something that I, I never talked to people about. I'd kept it hidden away in my mind that I basically forgot about what happened. Something triggered something triggered it back and I'm, the memories came back. And so the nightmares started and I'm talking middle-aged here. It, it's still there. And you worry for your own children because you don't want that to happen to them. Yeah, I got a lot of closure from that book because I killed them all off very gruesomely. Whether it's gruesome, fantastical, thrilling, romantic, or funny, Karina's way with words has definitely hit a chord with readers around the world, who, interestingly enough, she says she does not think about when she's writing. I write for me. It comes out so that those that are reading that have been through the same thing can relate to it. And that's why we write about our darkness and things that we've been through in the past, because in the hope that somebody will read it, because it will click. I, I should, by rights, care about who's going to read my book, but I do not. I write for me. I write for me. I don't even think about who's going to read this book. I don't think about should I put that in the book because it's really popular now with fiction. Should I do this because I think the readers will really, really enjoy it. None of that enters my mind until the book's finished and published. And then I look at it and think, right, who's my ideal reader now from that book? Who do I market this to? But I don't write for the people, I write for me. Whoever Karina is writing for, she certainly has written a lot. But that's just the beginning of what she does. I have 14 books published. Um, several of them have won book awards. I write fantasy, young adult, thriller, supernatural, comedy, historical, erotica, mafia, motorcycle clubs. The list goes on. I've also won 14 awards so far at international film festivals for book trailers of my books and other authors' books. I'm the official graphic designer for Go Indie Now, which is a platform for indies creatives. And so I narrate, so I read from my books on social media. Also, people hire me to read an excerpt from their book. He laughed as the door opened and led her into a large room with multiple doors because they love my British accent. I do that as well as a running author assist. It's a business where I offer everything that I've learned over the 28 years of being an author 
author assist it's like a candy shop i have about 20 services that they can choose from to help them through the journey of becoming a author and hopefully a number one bestseller also i used to sing in a rock band i entered the world karaoke championship last year and came into the semi-finals yeah i've representing greece i've uh, entered again this year and in the summer because i'm living in a tiny Greek village with lots of old people and donkeys, which is a tourist resort during the summer. So they have karaoke bars there. So I go down there and I pick up the microphone and I start singing and I get people into the bar because they stand outside and they listen and then they come in. So I get to sing my heart out. I take my daughter with me. We do songs together. So yeah, I wear many hats and uh, I will try anything, anything once. I'll, I'll give it a go. I love the being able to create, I love to be able to inspire, to be able to give back what I've learned um, and to be able to make people happy and smile. So that was Karina Cantus' Subito story. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions for guests, please write me, Bill Cleveland, at bill at artandcommunity.com. Change the Story, Change the World is a production of the Center for the Study of Art and Community. Our theme and soundscape is created by the extraordinary Judy Munson. Our editor is Andre Nebe. Our special effects are from freesound.com. And our inspiration comes from the ever-present spirit of OOP 235. Until next time, stay well, do good, and spread the good word. I do.